Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 13 of Just a Couple Thoughts. I am one half of your couple, Kevin. I'm the other half, Sarah. <laughs> you you would think we've done this enough that you're able to introduce yourself. Well, you know, you've only done it 13 times. I mean, technically, now we've done it for 13 weeks. Technically, a little bit more because of all our breaks. This episode's mm. delayed, by the way. <laughs> I, I have thoughts about turning this into a bi-weekly podcast. Probably won't do that, but, you know, if anybody's watching this, tell me your thoughts on that. Whether you want to keep it weekly or bi-weekly. Bi-weekly is just so we have a, the same upload day. Mm-hmm. Um, so no matter what, we'll upload on time. Weekly, we're going to have delays like this one or like whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we will upload every week. That's the only real difference. But... Um, with that said, we have recap to do. Wow. Yeah, we have one comment. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, yeah. Like you said, I read every comment. Um, although this comment's a little long. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Yin, for uh, leaving a long comment. But it, it's funny because I was, I was, I was playing Destiny Child, mm-hmm. the mobile game. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but I wish. And I just look over, um, and Kevin's checking YouTube, like the comments and stuff. And I just see like a big paragraph and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, Yin writes a lot. So, and then he expanded it and I'm like, whoa, (laughs) that's a lot. (laughs) Well, okay. It's honestly not that long. I'll give you the highlights. I don't want to say it all because I'll be like a solid 10, 15 minutes just me talking about a comment but uh so the first part talks about uh where the money for fanime a little bit of the money of anime goes so he's mentioning that a portion of the money of the fanime goes to the union workers who handle the products that's being loaded in the dealer's hall and uh, stuff like that basically paying the unions um he knows this because he works at dealer's hall every so often yeah just to recap the that fanime is the con that we go to yeah, in so, case you didn't watch yeah, the last this, yeah, this is from the uh, convention podcast when yeah. we talk about the, the several conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, he also talks about uh, what he likes about going to conventions. His favorite part about going to conventions is just having like no responsibilities when he goes to conventions. Mm-hmm. And it's just hanging out, basically. Meeting new people, like making new friends. Like we said, you do meet lots of interesting people. Um, a lot of weird people. Rude, Sarah. It's an anime convention. Everyone's weird. We're weird. Okay, but there's some people that are really weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I, 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 maybe that's, like, really rude to say, but, you know, it's just like working a job. Sometimes you meet people that are, like, really cool. And then sometimes you meet people that are, like, not so cool. They're, they're a little bit weird and a little bit obsessive. <laughs> uh, another thing he likes about the conventions is the panels, but he's somewhat lost interest in going to panels because he goes to a lot of conventions, which... Makes sense. For me, the panels are still kind of fun, especially when it's panels I've never gone to before. Uh, I understand, like, if you go to panels and, like, they're the same panel every year and every year. Like, I know Fanime has the Cthulhu for President panel every mm-hmm. year, and I've, I've never gone to it, but I'm like, how, many, how much can you even talk about that? <laughs> Another part he talks about is um, uh, his least favorite part about conventions, and it's mostly getting sick. Yeah, he always ends up getting... Not well, he gets sick, but it's also allergy season whenever we go to this specific con, yeah. So he's always super miserable. Well, every convention is like kind of this con flu always going around, yeah. It's like 
it's like a concoction of like it's just people passing germs around and then no one yeah. is really like thinking about being hygienic so a lot, a lot of people like wash their hands like obsessively germs get passed around money gets passed around people are touching everything so i it's not surprising that people get sick yeah i i am super cautious about getting sick because we've been to conventions mm. yeah i'm very like i always wear masks when i go unless i forget and i always bring hand wipes or um hand sanitizer and i like always wash my hands in some way because i think people are disgusting yeah i usually um and not like you know not like in general but you know i mean just some people are kind of gross yeah i usually (laughs) i usually don't do anything for cons really I don't really care about being sick, and I, I very rarely get sick at cons. I don't know; it's just like my immune system, but it's just I don't do any preparation. If I never get sick, I get sick. It's kind of whatever. It's from eating trash can pizza. That's why that's <laughs> you don't why need it. Sick. <laughs> that's why you never get sick because you ate pizza out of that trash can that one time. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> that that's a story for another time. The trash can pizza story. <laughs> why? Just say it now. Are you embarrassed about eating pizza out of a trash can? No, but that should be a special... <laughs> okay. Um. So, in middle school... Middle school... Everyone's disgusting in middle school, Sarah. Um, You're just making excuses for something disgusting that you did. Well, okay. To be fair, it wasn't that disgusting. It was a whole piece of... Uh, it was a whole piece of pizza. Like, untouched. It was just in a trash can because no one ate it. Was it on top? Yeah, I don't eat anything with the bottom of a trash can. Anyways, I was poor <laughs> and I didn't have lunch, basically. So a very common thing I would do because no one would... In middle school, people have free lunches at my school, basically. And they would use their free lunches regardless. You right? had free lunches? You didn't have paid lunch? Some people have free lunches. Oh. Yeah. It's usually like... I, I'm pretty sure I could have qualified for free lunch, but my mom never did the paperwork for some reason. I'm 100% sure you could have gotten free lunch. You just had to fill out the paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but because my school was a very, in a poor, very poor area, most people got free lunches. There's not a lot of people that didn't get free lunch, but it's like a, 100 people in like my 500 population school. People will redeem the free lunch regardless, but they won't like what they'll give. And the pizza in my school, pretty shitty. <laughs> Every once in a while... Uh, I would rummage through the trash and basically it would usually be chips. I'm not like discussing who like grabs the soup or whatever. It's usually chips I would, I'll grab because there's like a full bags of chips that not even open. Sometimes it'll be like a pizza because the pizza was in a cardboard case. So I just open it up like, oh, pizza. Did somebody eat it? No. People just threw it away? People throw it away because they don't like the pizza in my school because the pizza is disgusting. Some people it? would just eat the chips. Some people would just eat the pizza. Some people would just get the milk and chips. Like, it was very uncommon to find. Was like, was it the Red Baron one? Was it the Red Baron pizza? Probably. Like, uh, oh, sandwiches, like peanut butter sandwiches. Very common. The Uncrustables? Yeah. Yeah. Like, very common. You can find in pizza trash can, unopened. I'm not a complete, like, slob, Sarah. I was just poor. <laughs> Once it hits that trash can and I'm not eating it. <laughs> It's one of my many poor stories, I guess. I guess I can tell more poor stories, but I'll save those for next time or when it's relevant. Well, your sister might be listening, so... (laughs) 
I'm sure she'd love to hear your poor stories. Yeah. I Okay. So I'm, I'm definitely sure I could apply for free lunch because I move schools a lot. And some schools, I'll have free lunch. Like pretty much almost all my elementary schools, except for my private school, I had free lunch. But for some reason, uh, Washington Manor, I didn't have free lunch for. I don't know. I don't think I had free lunch for John Murray. I think it's middle school. I just didn't have free lunch. After elementary school, I stopped getting lunch because mm-hmm. I didn't really want to stand in line for it, I guess. Yeah. And I didn't want to ask for stuff anymore. So I just kind of, my dad would pack me lunch. Yeah. So I don't know. I just stopped getting school lunch. <laughs> Anyways, continue on with the Yin's comment. <laughs> you when we were mentioning the end of a series, basically. We're talking, so he's talking about Mass Effect 3 and how that was kind of like the end of the Mass Effect trilogy. After finishing it, he like wanted more out of the series, basically. Mm-hmm. I think that's like kind of the worst feeling. I mean, we talked about it before. Like the, you, the ideal way to, uh, to end a series is to you feel satisfied, but also want more. Mm-hmm. But I think the worst way is like for it to be unsatisfying and you want more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say anything here that um, he was unsatisfied with the end, but I can only assume so. Most people were. But who knows? Um, and he talked about how he kind of wanted more like fan service in the series and like like the characters talking to each other, basically, and more of that and just all hanging out, which I get. There's lots of series out there that I read or watch where I just want the characters hanging out i just not interested in like the main drama that they're going through mm-hmm. basically like my favorite parts of naruto is just when the characters are just hanging out and like some of the battle stuff is cool but my favorite parts are just from like early naruto is just them hanging out mm-hmm. like from the uh the tv show the anime um is just the fillers of just hanging out those are fun he also calls me out on uh mispronouncing millennium puzzle I said the Manelio puzzle. <laughs> and he likes, let's get jacked. <laughs> I told you it's good. No, it's not. <laughs> I told you. It is not good. I don't like. <laughs> oh, my God. See, you know, it's, he knows where it's at. No, he knows where it's at. Let's get jacked. No. Yes. I feel yes. like I'm going to constantly say no. And for some reason, like. Everyone's going to be watching this. Be like, yeah, let's get jacked. Yeah, yeah. Let's get jacked. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. It's good. Let's make it happen. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to mumble a lot and I'm going to mispronounce stuff. And, like, it's going to happen. Uh, I'm not going to act- actively go back and correct everything. Like, for instance, in one of my Pokemon, in one of the Pokemon episodes, when we talk about Detective Pikachu, I mentioned that, um, oh, uh, the Mewtwo was like referenced to be the same Mewtwo because they mentioned the event being tw- 10 years ago, but they mentioned it was actually 20 years ago. Yeah. Because that's, that's when the when movie the po- came out. Yeah, that's when the movie came out. Yeah, because I, I accidentally said 10, the movie said 20. It happens. Mm. The same with the Endgame um, podcast when I mixed up Angela and Valkyrie. Like, it, it, it's, it's going to happen that I uh, mess up every once in a while and I am too lazy, I guess. <laughs> to go back and correct myself and set up every uh, set up everything, get the right sound settings. It, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I will mention my corrections at the very least. Like I will say that, oh, I messed up here. 
I messed up here. I messed up here, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like, oh, I'm going to let it be free. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's our only real recap today. Hmm. Well, um, thank you. Yeah, thank you for commenting. I appreciate the comment. Um, Let's get jacked. Like I say every time. Episode 13, let's get jacked. Like I said uh, every time, I appreciate the comments. Feel free to comment every time. We will respond. I will see it. And if you're uncomfortable with putting a comment with like a question or whatever mm-hmm. I have, we have the email. Anyways, do you have a topic today, Sarah? I thought about... Because I know that we said that we maybe not... We're not going to talk about it, but I kind of thought about the Pokemon... Pokedex thing. Okay, well... That's happening. I think we should at least do this in some chronological order. So let's make this the game podcast. Let's talk about E3. <laughs> Since that's saying like the hot thing. It was all over now, so... I mean, I... Uh, I didn't watch some of the some of the presentations. Like I didn't watch. We only do the I didn't stuff. watch Ubisofts. We're only doing stuff that relevant to us. You don't need to watch Ubisoft. Most of the stuff they announced was the Tom Clancy stuff. They didn't do any Assassin's Creed. I think they did. I think the opening was like a Assassin's Creed like orchestra thing. Mm. But they only really announced like Tom Clancy stuff and maybe an Assassin's Creed side game or whatever. Did you watch it? The Ubisoft one. I skimmed it. But yeah, let's talk about E three. At least, or at least the stuff that's relevant to us. Yeah. The stuff we care about. Let's let's Which I think will really just be the Nintendo E3. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I just feel kind of bad because we always talk about like games and like Pokemon and Pokemon and Pokemon. <laughs> well, okay, it, it, it's kind of inconvenient time because we were just talking about Pokemon because Dr. Pikachu. Yeah. And then E3 just happened. <laughs> Yeah. At least um at least last week it was just about conventions and in the series. But even then that was still about our like nerd centric stuff. But like if you're interested in a topic um that we wanna hear us talk about, comment it. We will talk about it. Otherwise we're just gonna keep talking about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and no one can stop us. <laughs> <laughs> so But do you wanna talk you want me to start with the stuff I was interested in? Uh yeah, sure. I start because Nintendo was pretty much the last presentation that E3 had. The mm-hmm. last big one that it really had. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff I was interested in happened early on. Uh, for instance, Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I mentioned before, I really like D&D and tabletop games. And Cyberpunk is a tabletop game. And I actually really like the tabletop game. I actually think like the tabletop game is, like, is pretty cool. And I really like looking through the old tech in cyberpunk because it's it's kind of funny watching watching reading the old tech from cyberpunk uh 2020 which is a tabletop game 2020 that's coming up yeah i know right (laughs) so the old tabletop game i think came out like 19 it was 80 or early 90 something like that i remember i wasn't born around time so i can't remember correctly but the tabletop game was called cyberpunk 2020 in the distant future of 2020 some of the tech that they have in Cyberpunk 2020 was super interesting to see at the time. They they have the internet, sort of, in Cyberpunk 2020, but they don't have wireless internet. So mm-hmm. everything in the Cyberpunk universe, I don't know about 2077, but in 2020, is wired. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's funny to see, like, oh, we have to hack this thing. Well, 
I actually had to get in there and like plugged my personal deck, which is like a computer on the wrist, mm-hmm. um, or like on, strapped onto them into the computer in order to manually hack it. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, and then the security system is like digital demons or something like that. Digital. Whoa. Yeah. So like the the inter- the, the net is I think is what they're called what they call it is like their own thing mm-hmm. where um you you have these like battles in the, the net and like you have to face against like uh demons and like hellhounds and it's like digimon <laughs> yeah sort of actually it's called like digimon or like mega man yeah so it, it is sort of like that actually it's, that's pretty accurate and, and, and that that's like the security system and you see like oh here's some of the future tech they have in 20, uh, 2020 basically mm-hmm. right and I think like one of my favorite ones I see uh, that gets a chuckle on me at all time is a portable drum set. Because <laughs> it's... Do, do, have you ever seen those commercials for those kid toys where they have like these sticks mm-hmm. and like you th- they're connected to like like uh, headphones or like something on you and then you just swing your sticks and it, you can like pretend play the drums? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much in the table talking. <laughs> Nice. So like, so you get these people because they have recreational things. You have these people like winning the sticks around like their actual. Fiction has become reality. I know, and now it's a kids' toy. <laughs> so yeah, I, and it's, there's a lot of ideas in 2020. Is pretty cool. Cyberpunk 2020. And I'm very excited to see the world of 2077, to see where everything's at. And Keanu Reeves are in it, so. Yeah. Um, what was there? Doom looks cool. I like playing the first Doom. Didn't finish it, but, you know, I liked it. <laughs> and then... Oh, FF7 Remake. Yes, yes. We we finally got to see more FF7 stuff. It's not dead. Yeah, it's not dead. <laughs> I remember when I showed you, like, uh, the, I think the PlayStation present whatever thing. Mm-hmm. And um, the opening had the the sound of the FF7 menu theme. Mm-hmm. And you were like, that wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't the... Was it? <laughs> I really thought the game was dead. Yeah, no, it's been so long. I really did think like, oh, it's not going to happen. But it's coming. It's coming. It's going to be playable. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird for me to think. Because, man, think about it, like, it was kind of sort of teased. There was a tech demo for it for the PS3 when it launched. And now it's coming out, like, next year. That's so weird to think, actually. I thought I'd be more excited about it, but I'm not too excited now. I I think the main issue with me right now is I split up in episodes. And so the first episode is just a bombing run. Right, it's just Midgard, episode Midgard. Midgard. Yeah. There's no D at the end of Midgard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's just Midgard. So, um, it, you don't get to see like other things. I'm not gonna see my boy Vincent yet. Mm. I'm not gonna see Red Thirteen yet. Um, but there, they, they seem to be. Don't get to listen to Cosmo Canyon. No. One of the jamminess jams. <laughs> I, I am excited to see the game and finally get to play and experience Final Fantasy 7 all over again. Mm-hmm. I beat it 
a long time ago and I never touched it again. So I'm sure if I play it again, it's going to feel kind of foreign. <laughs> but um, I am excited for this remake and to feel, you know, nostalgic, basically. It's kind of like when uh, Yakuza Kiwami came out. And I was like, this feels like how I remember playing the game. But see, but, the, but it's basically the same game. But for FF7, it's not. It's more like... It's more like 15 than it is yeah in its original it, it very it's much, original game it, it looks like um because it has this, i think it has the same director as 13 and 15. no no it doesn't it has the kingdom Hearts director <laughs> it, so yeah it's, it's just kingdom Hearts dude so but it very much looks like a actual fun version of 13 and 15. Mm. okay so my ideal version of playing the game, right, is kind of like what they're having right now, uh, where, you know, you build up TP and then you play the game and you can switch characters, right? Because um, it's more of an action-oriented version of, like, uh, of like the, ac- the original game, basically. Is it bad if I say this? But uh, I don't like it. That's fine. <laughs> I really don't like it. And I know a lot of people don't like the... The um the turn based combat the turn based combat and the like the the timer mm. for everything, but like, I just really and pe- I I don't know why people complain about it and I know this is one of like Yin's complaints but it's like you can always turn that off mm. yeah the active version yeah you can always turn it off in the in the original game mm. so then it's more like more of a turn based thing yeah more than. A, and you can actually take your time and think about stuff rather than have enemies wailing on you yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I know what you mean. Like, I think given the choice, I would rather, because I really like turn-based combat, I would rather have turn-based combat and have it be more strategic mm. instead of this action-oriented combat. Yeah. But given, you know, that they want to change it and actually have a remake... I understand why they want to change combat. Yeah. It, instead of like having it be like just a high def Final yeah, Fantasy VII. I get I get changing it, but mm. I don't know. I just kind of wish it was old school. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Like it kind of I, I, I wish it was too, honestly. Like if they ever remake Final Fantasy VI, I want it to be old school. I don't want active combat for Final Fantasy VI. But it's one of those things where like it is what we get. At the at the very least, I want one day for us to have mods for where you can just use the models and then mm-hmm. and then have it play against uh um and play old school style. Mm-hmm. I I do like what I see now. I think my ideal version of it though is to have it that um basically not to have because I haven't played it yet, so I don't know how exactly it plays. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to have it so TP doesn't build fast. So it encourages you to switch characters. So it's like an expansion of like the original gameplay where like, oh, you move to this character, you use up this TP to do special moves, and you actually have to switch to the other character. And so to keep your DPS uptime. Uh, like you can still do normal attacks, but if you want to be efficient and actually kill things like fast, mm-hmm. you actively need to switch characters and use up their TP. And then we switch out their TP's building in the background. Mm. And you can't switch. You can't have one character and just keep willing to build up TP that way. But it's inefficient. You'd rather keep switching. That's my ideal version because I like the idea of having having to control all the different characters and being like efficient with all of them. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. 
I mean, that's kind of what it looks like in the in the demo in it, the gameplay. Yeah, it it kind of looks like that. I don't know how fast TP builds though. I don't I don't like the idea of just like oh I get to play Cloud and then if I only play Cloud the entire series I could beat it. Yeah. I don't like that idea. I do like the idea of having like oh you can play Cloud here, but you play Barrett here you could do special things. Yeah. Right. Because they have that during on the the first boss where the cloud is on top of the thing, so uh, so he's in the middle of doing something, so he switched over to Barrett, so he's able to shoot it and help out Cloud basically. Yeah, or like they when when I think in one of the trailers or one of the spots where Barrett was walking down some hall or something, and the soldiers were shooting at them, right? Mm. And then he shot them like you could shoot them like way up in the rafters and stuff. So yeah, so I, I like that idea. But I do want them to focus on um, having to switch characters more. But who, who knows? Maybe they will do that. It's just like, uh, it's something I want them to do. And if they are already doing it, great. <laughs> cool. It's just what I wanted. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those things where like I didn't like about playing 15. Because 15, you can play Noctis all the way. Mm-hmm. And like at that point, I was like, "But so why do I have the rest of these people other than team attacks?" Yeah, right. Uh, so I I like the idea of having you actually have to make your party, and then depending on how you make your party, to switching characters who act differently. Who was your go to? What was your go to party in uh, seven? Uh, well, Cloud, Vincent. Well, I mean, yeah, Cloud, Vincent, Tifa, and I. Th- if I remember correctly. The last one was always Flex, but I think it was either Yuffie or Red 13. I think it was Red 13. Not, um... Kate Sith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I ever dedicated any time to Kate Sith, because I think at the time I was like, well, he's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's not cool. I, isn't he pretty good, though? Yeah, he is pretty good. Like, uh, But yeah, keep in mind, when I first played 7, I was very much a kid. Mm. So... I beat the game and I never did any extra stuff. But I beat the game and I only used characters I cared about. Mm. So Cloud, Vincent, because he's the edgiest boy on earth. Mm-hmm. Tifa, because she's hot. <laughs> sort of in the game, but you know, I can project my, mm-hmm. <laughs> what I think she looks like. And I just, you know, my last one was always a flex, but I kind of liked, you know, Red 13. So, um, and Yuffie was also chick. So there you go. <laughs> I liked, um, well, I never really finished, finished the game, but mm. I would, my, my dad had kind of pretty much finished the game. He was very close to being done. Yeah. So, so I had all the, I had all the characters, right? I liked, well, Cloud was in your party always. Mm-hmm. And then I think I always had Barrett, Tifa, and yeah, the last one's always a toss up. Yeah, I know. Right. Cause it, I liked Kate Sith. And then I got older, I'm like, man, Kate's, Kate's is kind of lame. <laughs> he's not cool. He's not cool at all. But like when I was a kid, I was like, Kate's, he's so funny. What a funny guy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't really a big fan of Red 13 um, when I was a kid. Mm. I liked, uh, I liked Sid. Mm. I thought Sid was super cool. But he's just some old he's guy. He's just a dude. He's just some old guy with a spear. Staff. Staff spear? thing. Was it a spear? No, I, I, think, staff. I think it was a staff. But I really liked Barrett. Mm. I thought Barrett was cool. I thought Tifa was cool. 
What was your reaction to spoilers, I guess? Aerith dying. I remember it happening. I remember it being sad. Mm-hmm. So, so fun fact about my first reaction to um, the death of Aerith. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't process. Or is it, it Aerith? Um, I think in like Jap- Japan is Aerith and America is Aerith. I think that's how it is. Anyways, um, I didn't process it when I, when I was first playing the game. Like it, it like happened. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like Cloud was seeking her to the bottom lake. I was like, what's happening right now? Like, and then much later, I was like, oh, she's dead. <laughs> like, why can't? Where'd she go? Yeah, I was like, where'd she go? Oh, she's dead. <laughs> That's like when I thought that like, like uh, Obi Wan. It just like went on Spoilers, vacation. Spoilers, I guess. Yeah, when he just, I thought he just went on vacation somewhere or something. You thought, you thought he teleported away. Yeah. Right? Well, to be fair, like I, I can understand where you get that from. Yeah, when when Obi Wan died in um, Empire Strikes Back, I believe. Yeah. No. Was it Was it New Hope? Was that the last one? The last one's Return of the Jedi. I thought he died in the first one. New Hope. Yeah. I thought he died in the second one. Whatever. He died in one of the movies. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while since I rewatched the movies. You actually rewatched it before, um, more recently than I did, so you will probably know um, better than I did. But when he died, he just kind of disappears. You don't see his body, right? Because I guess that's how Jedis die. So when you watched it the first time, I guess a long time ago, you just thought he like teleported away. <laughs> yeah. It's more recently, like within the past five years or something. That's when I last watched it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I haven't watched it since high school. Mm. And I was like my third time watching it. So, but yeah, like I, I can understand where you come from from that because Jedi powers were kind of like nebulous in that movie. Yeah, and then, so like teleportation is not like, that far out. <laughs> yeah, so I thought he teleported, and then like, like uh. He could he, like Luke could hear Obi Wan's voice, and I'm yeah, like, oh, so, so he's like talking to him, like, like telekinetically, tele- te- yeah, telekinetically, and like I was like, oh, so he must be hiding out somewhere, and no, then at dead. the end of the like at the at the very last movie, the Force goes, <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there with Yoda, and like, but Yoda's not dead, right? Is he? Dead? No, Yoda's dead. Oh, he died. That's right. Yeah, he died in sleep. Oh yeah. Right. Well, technically not asleep. He kind of just like, eh, it disappeared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Yoda's dead. There, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then someone else is there, right? Like it's uh, depending on which version you saw, uh, it's either just Yoda and Obi Wan or Yoda, Obi Wan, and Anakin. Oh yeah, so Anakin was there. Okay. Yeah, so they're all chilling, and I I know that that Anakin's dead, so. <laughs> so i'm like oh (laughs) and i know yoda's dead and i'm like oh man so obi-wan was dead this whole time (laughs) plot twist (laughs) i thought he was well because i kind of skipped a lot of the movie because i was getting really bored Mm -hmm. and i was like i kind of know what happens at the end anyway so Mm -hmm. i kind of just want to see the end (laughs) bored of star wars that's like blasphemy in some circles yeah (laughs) I mean, maybe I just gotta watch it again. I just no, I like the first there, one. There are some legit. There are a lot of legitimate criticisms of Star Wars. Saying saying some is kind of like an understatement. There's a lot of legitimate criticism. I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. 
I love it more than you do, definitely. But um, there are like legitimate criticisms of Star Wars. I think the first one is my favorite. Mm, yeah. Because the first one, I was like, it kind of it started really like there was a beginning, a middle and an end. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I was like, OK, well, you don't need to make any more movies. Yeah. This is the end. That's they beat the they beat the bad guy. Kind of say second the, the thing like blew up and then they got like knighted or something. And, and now it's the end. And then I'm like, oh, no, there's more movies now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say which is my favorite. The first one, I think is my favorite movie. But my favorite scenes are in Return of the Jedi. Is that the second one? The last one. Oh. A lot of people say the second one's their favorite. Uh, I am inclined to, like, agree. But uh, I think I like the first one as a movie. And I like the last one because it has a lot of my favorite scenes. Because it's the completion of Luke's journey. And him, you know, uh, confronting his dark side and, like, whatever. Uh, so I really like that. I really like character arcs and stuff. So mm. watching Luke complete his is kind of, like, my favorite thing. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. It's good. It has a lot of the darker moments. Like it's the heroes at the war, uh, at the lowest. I understand why that is their favorite, but it's just not mine. Anyways, E three. So yeah, I think outside of the Nintendo one, that was the only stuff I was interested in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Bethesda one's funny. Just hearing the guys go, "Woo, oh, yeah." yeah. <laughs> those guys sitting up front Woo! <laughs> I, I just really liked going going away from bethesda but like at the uh was it the sony one I, I there's no sony one this year oh that's right i there's mean the, Enix? The, the cyber the cyberpunk one that was the microsoft that was the microsoft one yeah when keanu reused came out mm. And then somebody was like, it's like you're, you're breathtaking. Yeah. Like, no, you're breathtaking. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Uh, oh, there's also the um, Tokyo Ghostwire. Or Ghostwire Tokyo, whatever one. Yeah. It looked kind of cool, I guess. Uh, there's no gameplay. I mean, yeah. it looks interesting. The I mean, trailer the, looked cool. The rapture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it looks interesting enough that I'm like, oh, I'm interested where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But, um, Yeah. There's also the lady. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. The lady who presented it. Oh, yeah. She was cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I think that's about it. Uh, outside of the Nintendo one? Now the Nintendo one. <laughs> okay. Fellas. <laughs> Let me just say that I am excited for Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, honestly. Uh, the fact that it's on the Switch... I think it will at least make me more inclined to play it more often. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so I, I love New Leaf. I really like managing my own town, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think New Leaf is probably my favorite Animal Crossing, even more than the GameCube one. I never played the GameCube one. Oh, that's a that's surprising, honestly. Well, I never had a GameCube. That's true. Well, you have a Wii. You can still play it. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I really like New Leaf. I actually played all of them except City. You have City, right? Yeah, you can you can play it if you want. It's right there. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> it's it's honestly I don't I don't know that one isn't my favorite, mm. but I I like I like that you can go into the city. I think that's really cool. Mm. But yeah, the the 3ds one, New Leaf, honestly my favorite one. Because I remember seeing Animal Crossing when it was on the GameCube, mm. like in in Target, mm. and I was like, oh, that's 
that looks kind of cute, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have a GameCube, so. Yeah. <laughs> did you play Wild World? Yeah, of course I did. Okay. Was that like your first Animal Crossing? Yeah. Yeah. Wild, Wild World was good. Yeah. No, that was also my first one. I played Wild World first and then the original. Yeah, I, I love the Animal Crossing games, actually. I was watching uh, PBG's video, Peanut Butter Gamer. Mm-hmm. He's a YouTuber. Um, not like he needs any... <laughs> you know he needs a boost from this small yeah. podcast we're gonna give you a solid two viewers yeah but just in case people don't know what i'm talking about um he was doing a thing where he was like oh like 10 things that i want to see in the new animal crossing mm. and he was talking about how like the people have been complaining about um the villagers and how they're like kind of uh boring <laughs> Like, they're all kind of boring. Now. I mean, oh yeah, that, that's true, but that's never been a focus for Animal Crossing. For me. Well, I mean, they used to be kind of mean. Like, they used to, like, the mean villagers used to be actually mean to you. Mm-hmm. And now they're just, like, kind of, Everyone like, loves you. Yeah, everybody's like, hey, how's it going? And there's, like, no, like, incentive to, like, try to win their friendship mm-hmm. other than get a, you yeah. know... Well, it's kind like of hard a, to do that in New frame. Leaf because you're just the mayor. So well. you're not really a neighbor. Well, you're still their neighbor. Yeah, you're still a neighbor, but you're not really. Everyone like, oh, hey, mayor in New uh, in New Leaf. So, not really. I mean, they're still friends with you. Mm. They're like, hey, how's it going? I mean, that's what I mean. But like, you don't really have mean people because you're the mayor. So, so even the mean people are like, hey, mayor. I guess so. Yeah. But, um, I'd like for them to be mean to me. <laughs> You win their affection. Well, because my favorite villager is Octavian, which maybe is not that many people's favorite villager. I don't have a favorite one. I don't even know what most of them, really. Oh, really? Yeah. I I, I play to build my house. <laughs> I, I really like Octavian, like, because he's really mean. Hmm. I like Octavian and I like Tom. <laughs> so those... All those grumpy villagers, mm. I really like them because they're just like so funny, and they're, like they're really mean to you. They're like, "Don't talk to me." When you first like meet them, they're like, "Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you." And then you like win their affection, and then they're like, "Hey, how's it going? Maybe yeah. come over to my uh, house sometime. I'll sell you my my lamp for three thousand stupid amount of money." Yeah. Hey, can I buy that thing off of you? What, how much do you want for it? 50 bells. Yeah, 50 bells. Sounds good. Yeah, th- th- there's a lot of things that I kind of want from this Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of things. There's some things. It's kind of like very easily attainable, right? Mm-hmm. I-, I just want to build my island and have a nice house. <laughs> so I like the idea of starting out with a tent like you used to. And then you actually have to build it up. I kind of miss that. I understand why they changed it because they want, you know... They want you to have a house, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, actually be able to decorate it. But I like the idea of just, like, building it up from, like, the ground up. I like how they added in the stuff from Happy Home Designer, which I was like, they they have to put into the new, you, like... You've literally played all the Animal Crossing games except for the original. Yes. Every single one. Yes. Even Amiibo Festival. Yes. That is amazing to People me. People really hate on Amiibo Festival, but I actually like it. <laughs> Okay, in defense of Amiibo Festival, it's just like any other board game. And it's it's sort of customizable, so there's some kind of, you know, cool things about it. Mm-hmm. The worst part about it is the price. It should not be its price. It should not. Well, 
if you get it on sale, then I think it's a good deal. How much is it on sale? I think it's like maybe less than 20 bucks. Okay, there's like a board game at that point, yeah. I mean, you, it's always on sale because nobody wants it. Yeah, yeah but it's, so, yeah, it's pretty much a board game at that point. Yeah, no, that's worth it. I think it's I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. And like... I think... So here's the way you have to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, you have to see it as like a board game, right? That yeah. you just have to play have to play on your Wii U. Mm-hmm. You have to get it cheap. And the cool things about it is that you can customize your board, right? Mm-hmm. So you can have like, oh, this area has a fountain in it. Or this area, you can renovate it to be something else. Yeah, you can, you can buy stuff. Kind of like how you had... Um, like public projects mm. and like new leaf yeah right so you can like use the points that you get from playing the game to like put stuff into your town mm. which i think is pretty cool yeah yeah and they all add something yeah. like a campground adds something um so you can have these new events basically yeah in certain areas and certain amiibos will have special events in certain areas mm-hmm. so you really like if if you really like want to think about it, like oh, there's some semblance of strategy here. Yeah. And then yeah, think of the stock mechanics, but that's not you know that's just a thing in the game. That's like um for some characters, it'll be like oh, I had like a good time at work, and I actually made some extra money. Yeah. And then it'll get you'll get like bells, and you'll get happiness, and yeah. it'll be like each like when you step on the event, it'll be different for each character mm. which is kind of cool if you're a fan of like animal crossing at least i think so yeah but like i understand why people don't like it it's just it's just like a board game it's like monopoly basically you mm-hmm. roll and you do your thing yeah but and like it is kind of fun if you like if you like board games or you just like animal crossing the, like, yeah. the characters to be more specific <laughs> yeah so and you could and if you have like if you went and bought the um the Animal Crossing cards, mm. the amiibo cards, um, you can have them move into like you can choose who you want to like facilitate the game. Mm. So that's pretty cool too. Lots of neat stuff that like no one which I get it takes a while to get there. Mm-hmm. But that no one, you know, actually went into. Yeah. But it's it is kind of fun. And they have like mini games that I also think are kind of fun. Okay, that's why I disagree. The mini games are not fun. No, no, I think some of the mini games are fun. Well, okay, I think one of them is fun. I think the the only one that I think is really fun, sort of, is the quiz one. <laughs> that's the only one that I really like, because um, it quizzes you on like what kind of like animal it is or like what kind of bug it it's is it's just like animal crossing trivia yeah and it's cool i like that one <laughs> um but yeah like in the in the very few people who give amiibo festival a defense kind of fun actually yeah and i think it's like the. <laughs> i just remember we were um we were playing one time and the ocean is <laughs> the most dangerous place to be the beach yeah if you're by the beach, it is the most dangerous place to be. You can if lose. you land on an unhappy area that also decreases your money, you can. Is it completely possible that you lose all your money in the ocean? Yeah, I remember I won because of that. It was so close to winning, and then <laughs> and then you landed on that spot, and it was like, yeah, I win. <laughs> it's like I tripped and fell, and all all my money landed in the ocean. I'm like, whoa. I was I was so close. I was gonna win. I was one turn away, 
And th- and that's the reason why I kind of like the game, because it's like, I mean, most people would say like, oh, it's just like RNG. Which, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, it's it's just kind of fun. It's a cute game, mm-hmm. and it doesn't require a lot of like thinking. It's just you're going around the board, and you're having a good time, and with friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a very good background game. Yeah. For for something on console, it's a very good background game. If you play the game and you're just with your friends and you're just talking to each other, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun, actually. Yeah. It's long. Every game is long, though. It's like a 60-minute game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, yeah. it, it gives you the option for having it in, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I was playing it with them, and um, we had to extend the time, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, Animal Crossing. And then there's Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon news. So, Sword of Shield is about to come out. About to come out. November. Uh, I am very neutral to Sword of Shield. <laughs> I'm very neutral to almost every Pokemon announcement nowadays. Mm-hmm. Right? I just want to play the game most mm-hmm. of the time. I think the last time I was like really excited to, about a Pokemon announcement was maybe the original Ruby and Sapphire. Really? Yeah, I I haven't been like super excited about you know an announcement forever. I'm always excited to play the games. Don't get me wrong, but the announcements are like, eh. <laughs> they're like, oh cool, new game. Can't wait to play that. <laughs> I think I was like the one one thing I was really excited for a long time ago was Diamond and Pearl. Because mm-hmm. it looked so different. Because there was things like it wasn't just like. 2D sprites. Mm-hmm. There was like 3D Pokemon centers. Yeah. Right? And you're like, whoa, this game looks so good. And so we've, we've already talked about like our thoughts about the Pokemon games. So we won't go over that. Mm-hmm. But what, what do you think about the new Sword and Shield right now, Sarah? Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm excited to see some new Pokemon. Yeah. I, I think that's one thing that I can always say like, oh, new Pokemon. Cool. Right? Yeah. New Pokemon designs are like yeah, they look like Pokemon still. It's very rare that we get a Pokemon that doesn't look like a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I think the last time we had that was like Mega Evolutions, but you know those were like the exception. Yeah, I'm excited for the open regions. Mm-hmm. You know, like the open areas where you can just walk around and run into Pokemon. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, the raid battles are interesting, but I don't really care about them too much. Yeah. As long as it's a Pokemon game, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take that much to make me happy with the game. Yeah. So... It just needs to be Pokemon, honestly. And, like, people were telling me, well, people are getting tired of, like, Pokemon. Like, the old... You know, you can't just make the same game over and over again. I'm like, but they did that for Dragon Quest, and they're up <laughs> they, to 11. <laughs> they do that for several games. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I, I see a point, at the very least, that they're kind of just remaking the game over and over again. But I don't need that much innovation in Pokemon. You just need... Why fix what's not broken? Yeah. Okay? Like, I don't know, maybe this sounds, like, really old-fashioned, but, like, I just... Or maybe like really like biased. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like the Pokemon games. Like even like the older ones. Like they're all the same game, but they're all really fun. Yeah. For for me, it's always like you just need new Pokemon, maybe a new format, maybe a as new long as, region. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, a new region, new Pokemon, new format. Maybe, maybe new format. You don't always need good it. music. Oh, good music, yeah. And like that's all I really need for a new Pokemon game. That's enough for me to spend like sixty dollars every like two or three years. I'd like better characters. Yeah, that's true. I'd like a rival that doesn't like me. I would like <laughs> this rival likes you. Let's face it. Yeah, this rival looks like your childhood friend. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know like. What else you could put into Pokemon that makes me that make uh, that make it like better? Mm-hmm. Uh, other than you know fixing some format issues, basically. I like the gyms are back. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like I like the idea of having gyms as stadiums. Yeah, and it's like everyone's like cheering for you yeah. or cheering for the gym leader. That's cool to me. It really reminds me of um like the beginning of the anime. Mm-hmm. So like that. That's pretty cool to me. I'm like, I want, I wanted to be that like you can enter a gym and everyone's booing you. Yeah. Everyone's that like, ooh, feed the hate. Yeah. I would love that. And it's, it's probably not gonna happen, but I would love that. No, it's a kids' game. You can't have, you know. Yeah, but yeah, like. Um, the so, the things that, the reason why I'm not like super excited for new Pokemon games anymore, or not not super excited for new Pokemon new Pokemon announcements anymore, is that they're always gonna be um like I, I it's like everyone else's thing where like it's gonna be the same game, it's just that I like playing the game so like oh a new game I'll play it mm-hmm. right, but it's always gonna be like the game, like it's always gonna be Pokemon it, it's so. Uh, I would rather like be in about the announcements and play the game and be like super excited every time a new Pokemon shows up. Like I don't know what this is. Well, I don't know what this is, right? Yeah. And actually experience the region. And then once I beat the game, I like min max everything. Actually, be competitive about it. Yeah, I like the discovery of like new Pokemon, mm. which I'm just like you know. I like that they're announcing stuff for it, mm. and really, if I wanted to, I could not watch them. Mm. but i'm just so curious i just want to know well, for me it's like I'll, I'll see them when i can i don't really care i just i just want to know i just want to know i mean you'll get you'll always see some but you're not gonna see all of them yeah i remember like when i when i was playing uh, x and y and toxapex showed up i'm like what is this and when i actually caught um to, uh, when i actually caught it i was like whatever or the pre-evolved version of it and i realized it's busy and like Oh, oh. <laughs> and there's that stats. Oh, and like there's lots of Pokemon that's like, oh, cool. Um what else is there? For the Nintendo one or from the from the Pokemon one? Nintendo. We'll we'll get into the the, the, the drama about it later. Mm, the Breath of the Wild two announcement. I am I'm, I'm kinda excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Even we, though it was like they didn't really show anything, and it, it just, just announced that like, oh, we're doing it. Yeah, but I, I am excited. For, I really like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, me too. When we, when we were playing it, we we could not stop playing it for a while. It was it was a really awesome. It's a beautiful game, mm-hmm. and there's so much freedom. Yeah, and it's just a relaxing game. It's one. It's, it's one of the few <laughs> games where, like, after being the game, I still felt like I wanted to explore the world. Yeah. Uh, like I don't. I haven't felt that about a game in forever. I mean, last time I felt that way is like the first time I played Fallout Three, maybe. But yeah, when I when I finally beat Breath of the Wild, I was like, 
I still want to see more. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to do more stuff. I still want to climb more places and... Fight more Lynels. <laughs> do more shrines. Like, I still want to do more. Uh, my... It kind of ended for me when I got all the horses that I wanted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Man, like, it, it... Actually, I should probably build up that town. Now that I think about it. You know, that town, the town you can... Of... Yeah. Yeah. I should probably build it up. Yeah. That, that was also a fun thing to do. But, like, it, it really was one of those games where, like, oh, I beat the game, but I still want to do more in the game. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that I feel that about a game. Did you spend money on your house? No, it. I, I think I put, like, the maximum amount that you could spend on your house. <laughs> I mean, I probably did. I, like, I did what I can to 100% of the game, except for finding all the Koroks. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm pretty sure I did, like, everything else, though. Oh, so I am very excited for Breath of the Wild 2. I really liked that trailer. Like, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't, like... Much? Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool. I, I want to interact with Zelda more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really like the new Zelda design. But you don't see her that often. She's probably gonna get kidnapped or something. Oh, God damn it! I want to interact with her more because I that really kinda, like her design. It kind of looked like that was gonna be the case. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I really like that design, like that kind of like tomboyish design. Mm-hmm. I I really like that on Zelda, but she looks like Linkle. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Yeah, like I I want to interact with her more. Like it, it probably is one of like more my more favorite Zelda designs outside of the Twilight Princess design. Mm-hmm. I I really like the Twilight Princess design. I think she looked very elegant in Twilight mm-hmm. Princess. Yeah, like I kind of really like that tomboy design she has in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but you don't see that <laughs> that often. I really like the part with the skeleton guy, the zombie at the end. Yeah, the the Ganondorf. Yeah, or what is probably Ganondorf? It hasn't been one hundred percent confirmed. But it's Ganondorf. <laughs> I really like that. I'm like, oh, it's spooky. <laughs> I, I like the idea of having more horror stuff in Zelda. Yeah. Like, I remember having all the the creepy stuff in Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. All the creepy stuff in Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like that idea. And I like having, like, more dark and, like, horror areas in Breath of the Wild. Because it's kind of, like, rife for that area. To have more caves and stuff like that. Majora's Mask, I was trying to play it and I got like, I didn't get bored, but I got lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, um, and it. Running theme for you in games, isn't it? Well, I feel like I'm being called out. But I got lost and having a time limit for stuff, even though it's not technically a time limit, mm-hmm. um, it makes me very anxious. Mm-hmm. So I don't like playing games with a time limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought, actually, going back to 7? What? You know, it it tells you um, at the top of your game, like, mm. how much time has passed or, yeah. like, what time it is. I thought it was, like, a count. I don't know why, but I thought it was, like, a countdown to, like, you know, when the meat, like, that When the meteor, meteor crashes. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything about Majora's Mask, so that's <laughs> just... I was like, I only have this much time until the the, the meteor is gonna hit hit this planet. The moon. So. <gasps> yeah, like uh, I am. I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, that moon is pretty creepy. <laughs> I was there. I mean, I guess we could talk about the the banjo kazooie announcement. Uh, I didn't play banjo, so <laughs> yeah, neither I, have I. But it's cool that he's yeah, in. Yeah, that's cool. 
It was it was actually pretty cool when uh, I watched the trailer and like oh the puzzle piece oh shit Banjo Kazooie yeah I thought that was pretty awesome like even I... as someone who has not played the games like yeah. oh shit <laughs> yeah even as somebody who never played the games I can understand the significance yeah so and it was very cool watching everyone freak out <laughs> um Dragon Quest the hero yes mm-hmm. I was excited. You know, I was more excited about that than I was about the banjo because we think. Well, because like, you actually played the Dragon Quest games. I was like, oh my it was, god! It was very cool <laughs> to see all the other Dragon Quest protagonists. I know it made me really happy. Yeah, I was like the protagonist from Sevens there, the protagonist from Eights. Eight. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the Dragon Quest Eleven protagonist. I'm like, the oh, first that's cool. guy. Yeah. Whose yeah. dad fell into the volcano. <laughs> That's always the funniest thing. <laughs> I remember when I played the first Dragon Quest, it was like, oh, hey, um, thanks for coming here. As you know, your dad saved the world and then fell into a volcano. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> he saved the world and then fell into a volcano. <laughs> Dragon Quest is pretty funny. If you've ever played it, it's a really like... It, it's pretty humorous for like... A JRPG. Yeah. Everything about it is kind of funny. Like, the characters are pretty funny and likable. Mm-hmm. Like, in 7, they're all really likable. Mm. Some of them, like Sentinels of the Starry Skies, I would not recommend playing. Just because you're... I mean, I think it kind of goes back to, like, old Dragon Quest. Mm. Um, kind of, like, roots. Where it's like... You have to make your own party. You have to make your own party. But I personally, coming from 8... Mm-hmm. 8 is probably the best one to start out with I would have to say From the little time I played with 8 It's probably the best one to start out with I think it was the first one released I mean it was like the first like mainstream Like Dragon Technically I think Dragon Quest 3 came out in America Well okay It's the first console one really Yeah And <laughs> it was the one that I think most people picked up Yeah So It's definitely the most popular one Except for 11 It's yeah. the most popular one in America 11 super popular everywhere But yeah Yeah and it's pretty good. Eleven is also a pretty good one to start out with. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I, when I went back and played Dragon Quest One. I'm like, what's happening in this game? <laughs> I never played the first one, so the I've f- only played eight and seven. The first Eleven. one is pretty funny, just by how confusing it is. Because <laughs> literally, the first lines are like, "As you know, your dad saved the world and then fell into a volcano." <laughs> But like even then it's like okay you can do whatever you want now and then you make your own party and then like you just leave and go somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, Sentinels of the Starry Skies, I I own it. If you wanna go back to your roots, you can go back to Sentinel of the Starry Skies. I would actually suggest just finding a way to play the original Dragon Quest, just by how like ridiculous it is. Sentinels of the Starry Skies is just boring. And it's yeah. lonely. Sentinels of the Starry Skies is an interesting one. Because, yeah, you could play it because it's like an old school style. Yeah. But if you really want the old school style, you should just play the originals. Um, It was also meant for multiplayer. Oh, yeah. So the world feels really big. Mm. But also, it feels really lonely. Yeah. Because coming from 8... Um, to that. To Yeah. To, to nine and then you're like what the heck there's nobody to talk to i'm so lonely <laughs> if if you have not played dragon quest game i would suggest either finding a way to play eight or just play 11 well now, now there's a lot of ways so you can play eight well two ways you can either play it on the ps2 mm-hmm. um or which i i recommend so do i <laughs> 
Um, but there's a lot of extra content on the one for the DS. So I don't care. You should just um, play two. <laughs> just play on the PS2. Yeah, because I'm gonna replay because I bought it again mm. because it was on sale. Um, you gonna replay on the 3DS? Yes. So there's two releases: one for the PS2, one for the 3DS. The 3DS one looks bad. <laughs> the 3DS one looks really bad, but the the PS2 one looks pretty good first time first time and it's yeah. held up pretty well mm -hmm. compared to the 3ds one yeah so i mean if they re-released it on the switch i would suggest buying that one if they re-release on switch yeah, yeah. buy it because if they did like an hd like remaster we're not something. even an hd remaster just port the ps2 one it still holds up yeah it still looks really good the, um, the thing with the ps2 one is that it's kind of like wind waker where the art style really ages well that you don't need to really update it. I I would just like just just maybe polish it a little bit. Polish it a little bit because yeah. it's like looking through like a like a mason jar or something. <laughs> Everything looks so fuzzy. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, like the art style is perfectly fine. They don't need to, like redo everything. Oh yeah, just I put mean, high textures on there. Yeah, it? just just clear it up or something. Just yeah. you know, because the game is still really good and the characters are all likable. And um, they're all fun to talk to, mm. and the voice acting is good, really good. That's a, that's one thing about like um, at least later Dragon Quest games, is that the voice acting is pretty darn good. Yeah, um, eight has really solid voice acting, like really solid, and it's all like they all have accents because mm -hmm. they're all supposed to be like from different areas. For, yeah, so but they're all like English accents. Mm. I'm sure in Japan it's a different way. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, the same goes for 11 too. Yeah. I, I, I do suggest playing either 8 or 11. You don't need to play all the Dragon Quest games. If you're going to play 11, buy it for the Switch. Yeah. Don't buy it for the PS4. Do not... <laughs> Do not make my mistake. <laughs> and you buy it you for bought the PS4. it in like I think two weeks after they announced the complete edition for the Switch. Yeah, I really should have just returned it, but I think at that point I couldn't uh, no, get my you money couldn't. back. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, I think it was like almost like a month after, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, are you for real?" <laughs> That's fine. Just play on the PS4. I'll play on the PS4, and you can play on Switch. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like um, because this the the problem with the PS4 one. There's gameplay wise not a different there's no difference mm -hmm. um i think you get extra stuff in the switch version yeah there's more there's more story content in the yeah. Switch version but the main problem for the ps4 release is that it comes with like midi music yeah um and the switch version comes with the orchestral Orchestra. yeah um soundtrack which is what you want um, you always want the orchestral version the ps2 dragon quest 8 is the orchestral version, right? It was released with the uh, orchestral soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and not the Japanese. The Japanese one actually wasn't. Yeah, it only had MIDI. Yeah. So you, the music in Dragon Quest is good enough to justify the orchestral version. Mm -hmm. Don't get the MIDI one. It just sounds bad. It, it sounds so bad. <laughs> it sounds so bad. I was listening to the music. I'm like, why does it sound so bad? And I couldn't figure it out. Um, I talked to my coworker. Mm. And he's like, the music is bad. I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. Mm -hmm. Okay, the music does sound bad. And he's like, yeah, because it's all MIDI tracks. And I'm like, oh, it all 
makes sense now. Yeah. It all makes sense. And I listened to it, um, the orchestral soundtrack, and I was like, wow, it sounds so much better. It sounds so much better. And it's a shame. Yeah. Because it really drags down, like, it, it doesn't ruin the game, but Dragon Quest music is really good. It, so. very, it very much enhances the atmosphere of the game. Yeah. So I think now we should talk about the Pokemon drama. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about it for a little bit because I don't want to go on too long about it. The the big Don fan in the room. <laughs> the hashtag bring back the national decks, or as Shofu like to call it, free the guys. <laughs> for those who do not know, in the latest Pokemon Direct, or it wasn't Nintendo Direct, one of the things, or the Pokemon Treehouse, whatever Nintendo mm-hmm. Treehouse. Um, they talked about how they're not bringing back the national decks because they're not transferring over all the Pokemon. Yeah. They're not having all the Pokemon in the games. They're not going to be programmed in the games. So you can't even hack them in. Mm-hmm. And you, they're not going to bring back Z-moves and they're not going to bring back Mega Evolutions. You're only going to have Dynamaxing. Oh, they're not going to bring back Megas either? Nope. No Megas. No wow. Mega Dynamax. I'm kind of sad about the Megas though. I, I kind of like Mega Evolution. I do too. So they're not going to bring back those things. So what do you think about that, Sarah? Well, I didn't know about the Megas. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sad about that. I like Mega Evolution. So do I, but I understand why they're not doing it, but I do like Mega I mean, I didn't do a lot of research. Let's be fair. Um, That's all you need to know, really. Uh, the Nintendo Treehouse only showed like the demo stuff. Well, I, I know, but like people are saying like why they can't do it. Okay, so I think the official reason why they say they can't do it is because development time, if they just if they do a all eight hundred plus, mm-hmm. it would uh delay the game. Mm-hmm. So they're just not gonna do it. That that's the official reason they're gonna, they're giving out. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of speculation why people would say not do it. I think Masuda did a press release saying they're they're um because of all the um high quality animation quote unquote yeah that they're putting into the game like they can't do it and whatever mm-hmm. so uh those are the official reasons right. and other people weren't like, speculating like oh it's because of all the dynamaxing that they can't put it in or like oh it's because of yada yada they can't put it in right yeah i don't know i'd rather have megas than dynamax yeah i get that <laughs> but I, i'm excited to you know i'm excited for something new <laughs> Well, we've talked about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I I understand why people are upset. I do too. Okay. Uh, just to get my feelings across. I understand why people are upset. Because it's a staple in the games to have all the Pokemon there. Mm-hmm. And like, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. I understand. But <laughs> it doesn't hurt the quality of the game at all. <laughs> Straight up, guys. Like... It just does not. How many people, like, how many of you actually catch them all? Like, be serious. Well, like, even then, like, even if you are one of those people, it, it still does not affect the quality of the game at all. Because yeah. none of the games, I guess, except the first two, uh, has ever um, had every single Pokemon in just the games. In just one region. In, in just one region. So, like, Ruby and Sapphire didn't have all the Pokemons. Uh, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. Uh, fucking um, Black, Black and White 2, whatever. Uh, X and Y, Sun and Moon. They never have all 800 plus one uh, Pokemon in those games. So, 
it does not affect the quality of the game at all. It just, it just doesn't. I don't, I don't know why people are complaining in the fact that like, oh, the games are bad. Yeah. Because they're not. Like, it's a shame that it's not in there. Don't get me wrong. Are like people boycotting buying the game? Some people are. Shofu, I listened to Shofu talk about this. Yeah. Right? I like Shofu. There's, there's some other Poku YouTubers out there that I like. I like Jay Wits and yada yada. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard their opinions on it. But Shofu talked about how, yeah, this sucks. And I would want it to be in the game. But Pokemon got me. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to buy the game anyways. And the thing is, um, they mentioned this uh, in their talk, that Pokemon is just an advertisement. The games are just an advertisement. Most of the money is from the merchandise and the card game. Yeah. The, the, you'd be surprised on how little money the game makes. Despite all the sales, it does not make that much money in the grand scheme of the Pokemon company. I mean, they have the Pokemon Center. So. Yeah. Like, they, they make most of the money, probably more than 90% of the money, you from the card game and the oh merchandise. My. That cafe, that mm. Pokemon cafe, so expensive. Okay, guys. <laughs> like, if you ever go to at least the one in um, the one in Tokyo, the, there's like three, some like in Tokyo, there's the DX one, which is the one I went to mm. with the cafe. So expensive. Okay. Mm. My sister and I... Em and I shared three things and it cost almost $30. And that's for one. This is like for one person. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got like a smoothie, an entree mm-hmm. and a dessert. And that costs like almost 30, almost $40. Yeah. And that's for one person, one person. Like, and I know if you're on a trip, Okay, and this is a tangent. I'm sorry, but this, yeah, when when you're on a trip, you're expending, you're planning on spending money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's to be expected. I'm just saying <laughs> that this was a plate for like a child. <laughs> okay, it had an omu rice in the shape of Pikachu. It had a small salad, some weird spaghetti thing, mm-hmm. and something else. I don't remember what. But that little thing cost i think almost almost like 13 something dollars maybe 14 dollars or 1400 yen ridiculous and then there's oh my god that little gengar like smoothie thing and and the the parfait i think the parfait was like the one of the best things about that meal was the food even good it was decent oh <laughs> that's all money for decent food well the parfait was really quite the quite good mm-hmm. the parfait was the best thing about the whole experience mm-hmm. i mean i really would have liked that gengar cup mm-hmm. because you could buy it oh you could buy it um and it costs more oh. obviously right mm-hmm. because it, you're you're getting the cup with the smoothie mm. but they were all sold out oh no i know and if you get like a smoothie, you get a little like I have it here, but a little Moltres or a little like a coaster thing. Coaster. Yeah. You get it with your with your purchase. So you get a little plastic coaster. It's like, I mean, that's basically what it's like a little piece of plastic. 
It's the kind that sticks to the bottom of your cup. It doesn't really stay on the table. It just kind of, I'm just saying. And then she was like, oh, do you want to, you want to choose your character? And I'm like, well, I'll leave it up to chance. Mm. I should have known. I don't like Moltres. (laughs) Oh, God. I was like, I should have just picked Zapdos. I knew I like Zapdos. Oh, but yeah, like I okay, I get what they're upset, and I think Game Freak's reasoning is kind of poor. <laughs> I think like, oh, we don't have enough development time. Like uh, for me, it's always like I don't care if the game's delayed. Yeah, you should just take your just, time. Just maybe do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where like I understand why everyone's upset, but it doesn't hurt the game. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. It's I, still gonna be good. I don't even think it's gonna hurt sales really. Because yeah. th- think about it this way: think about the amount of people who either one hundred percent the game or do like their oh I'm gonna transfer this Pokemon over, I'm gonna do that run or yeah whatever. That amount of people compared to like all the sales they do is less than a percent of the people who actually play the Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think most of the people who play the Pokemon games play the games and then use the Pokemon in the games. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things, like, I understand why everyone's upset. The Pokemons aren't in there. It's unfortunate. Gotta catch them all. And you can't do that in this game. Yeah, and your favorite Pokemon might not be in the game. Yeah. They're, they're banned. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it's really, ever like, like I said before, I, I'm not excited for any Pokemon announcement, so it's really hard for me to care about your guys' reasoning. <laughs> I um I also think that I mean it's sad if your favorite Pokemon isn't in the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like new region, focus on those new Pokemon. Yeah. You don't it, it, okay if they do a big Pokemon dump like they did for Gen Five. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. Like, like uh, that's per- that's completely perfect reasoning to me. Yeah. Because Gen Five, for those who don't know, was the biggest pokemon dump ever since gen one yeah like i think it was like 80 plus new pokemon see and which was is ridiculous for a new gen and a lot of people are like oh gen gen 5 had some pretty forgettable pokemon and pretty bad pokemon but it also has some really really cool pokemon too and i think people just kind of forget that how cool gen 5 was Mm-hmm. And I actually okay. So uh, I got the numbers. Gen five actually has the most new Pokemon in any put game. It has a hundred and fifty six new Pokemon in Gen five. One hundred and fifty six. Yeah, that's a lot of new Pokemon. That's a shit ton of new Pokemon. That's a lot of new Pokemon. <laughs> so <laughs> I think in I think in Gen six they only had like eighty something. That's right? seventy one. But you include Mega Evolutions is more. Okay, we're not including Megas because we're, we're just... Those are, like, you know, kind of, like, building on past Pokemon. Yeah. So if you're not including Megas, then it has the least amount, which is just 71. Yeah. But if you are, then it's, like, 100 or something. <laughs> oh. What did Hoenn have? Hoenn had uh, 133, and they had two new Pokemon from old families. So I think that's like um, the Rhydon evolution and the Magmar um, evolution. I what? forgot. Rhyperior and Magmar. For Gen 3? Yeah, I think so. Oh, was oh, that Gen 4? That's Gen 4. What's, what's a Gen 3 new evolution then? Azumarill? Oh, yeah, that's right. No. No, no. was it? No, it's not. I'm lying. Stop. 
Was I'm... it was it baby Pokemon? Why not? Oh yeah. Azuril and why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? There you go. <laughs> so like if they introduce like a hundred twenty plus or even just a hundred plus new Pokemon, I completely understand. Like I said, like I would rather have them like delay the game and introduce their all Pokemon, but they're not gonna do that. They already said they're not gonna do that. I'd rather have that than Gen 6, where it was like all Mega. old Pokemon <laughs> and like no new Pokemon. Well there were new Pokemon, just not as much. Well but why go to a new gen if I can just like when you it was route one and it was like a bunch of like old Pokemon and I'm like why are there just old Pokemon here and not new Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Like I felt like there was more old Pokemon than there was new Pokemon, and I'm like I'm not paying I'm not I didn't pay to play the same game right mm-hmm. or I I didn't expect to like see the same old Pokemon that I yeah. did in the last game yeah, or the games like, before that. Yeah, I understand that. But like, it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, but it, it still plays the same to me, right? Like, I, I like seeing new Pokemon, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right? Gen 5 was probably my, like, my favorite thing. when Because Gen 5, it's like, I went back to playing Pokemon after a long time. Mm-hmm. It was just new Pokemon. I mean, there's a lot to like about each gen. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm just saying for 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 Gen Six in particular, mm-hmm. I felt like there wasn't enough Pokemon. So if Gen Eight has more, more original, more Pokemon, and not like, you know, more new Pokemon than old Pokemon, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't want a Gen Six situation where there's just as many old pokemon as there is new pokemon i just that's not what i'm playing a new region for and it kind of looks like at least in the trailer they tried to not show any new pokemon at least in the open areas but there's still like old old pokemon like mudbray and like tyranitar tyranitar and avalug yeah everyone's favorite pokemon avalug yeah like (sighs) I agree. Like, I would rather see a bunch of new Pokemon. And I don't think it ruins the game at all. And I think it's still, like, a really fun game. It's just that, like, that's my preference. I'd rather have um, more new Pokemon than old Pokemon. It's nice to have old Pokemon, like, familiar faces. Mm. Um, And maybe that was kind of what I was missing in 5. That even though there was a bunch of new Pokemon, I still kind of wanted to see old Pokemon. Another thing I very much appreciate uh, about not having all the Pokemon over is a competitive scene will probably be a lot better now. Mm. (laughs) Because for those who don't play competitively, like, yeah, to bring back the National Deck probably affects the competitive scene the most, but it kind of fixes it a lot too. Mm -hmm. Because before, or I guess now, the competitive scene is a mess. Because now you need to have a Mega Pokemon. Because if you don't, you're an inherent disadvantage. And you need to have a Z-move. Because if you don't, you're an inherent disadvantage. So you need to have both of them. You need to bring both of them. Mm-hmm. And then you need to bring a Pokemon that will counter their Mega Pokemon. And then you have to have your whole entire team revolve around that. Yeah. So it's kind of... It's a very big mess right now. In the competitive scene. Mm-hmm. So not bringing all the Pokemon over... That's pretty good to me. <laughs> I I know people will say like they kind of did that for Gen Six, where they like you could only use Kalos Pokemon mm-hmm. and Kalos included Pokemon um mm-hmm. for the VGCs, 
But even then, the Smogon OU format don't care about that. So I would rather, from a competitive standpoint, I would rather have only some Pokemon be legal and doing that by not having all the Pokemon in the game inherently. It might make it more fun for me competitively. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to the National Dex thing. Like I said before, it's hard for me to care about people saying like, the game, like I want to boycott Pokemon because of this. It 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 really is, because it, the game's probably gonna sell fine. Yeah, go ahead and boycott Pokemon. I guess <laughs> I don't know what your what the plan is. They're still gonna pump out Pokemon games. They already made like I'll two be, games that were like not so good. I would be very surprised if this game sells worse than Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Uh, if this game sells worse than fucking X and Y, maybe, or Sun and Moon, like I'll be, I'll be pretty surprised. Like uh, maybe not as surprised because like, um, it's on a Switch, so you only need to buy like one game or really. And I think there's more 3DSs in the world than the Switch. I'm not 100. percent And sure I would about think that. that more people. Well, the Switch is like kind of like overtaking. PS4 sales, right? Also, there might be more Switches out there in the world than 3DS. Maybe, but it's also really expensive. Yeah, it's also really, ex- it's way more expensive to get into than the 3DS. So I'll be like somewhat surprised if it sells like slightly less, but if it sells significantly less, I'll be very surprised. And it's only going to be like one copy per household, yeah. pretty much. So I'll be very surprised if it sells significantly less. Mm-hmm. I won't be as surprised if it sells like slightly less. But it's going to be a $60 game. Yeah. Instead of its usual 50 bucks or 40, 40 bucks. I forgot how much it is. Was it? Was it only 40 for Sun and Moon or 50 for Sun and Moon? Yeah, yeah I think it's only 50. Because huh. when it was 60, anyways. No. No. Well, yeah, like, I'll be very surprised if it doesn't sell well. Mm-hmm. Well, you got the game and prove me wrong. I, I highly doubt you are, but kind of like the reality we live in, like, most of the sales. For the Pokemon games are kids and people are dedicated to games already. Yep. So And if you're a big big enough fan, you're gonna buy the game. <laughs> like, I don't know who you're kidding. You're gonna buy the game. Like <laughs> Good okay. Like I don't know if that that's that sounds kinda bad, but like I mean it's, okay, look. People might not buy our principle, but let let's face it. Not including the national decks does not affect the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't. It, like, like they didn't have the national decks introducing X Y. They didn't have the national decks introducing uh Gen three. Like they have the Pokemon coded in, but it didn't. It doesn't mean that like you had access to them. And maybe in the, in the next game they'll add the national decks. You know. I mean, yeah, probably they'll have more time. Yeah, because all the models will have been made already. Yeah, Gen so. four remake, please. Yeah. I want to see high quality Cynthia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, that's pretty much all my thoughts on it because I have very little to complain about. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's a shame that's not in the game. Would I rather have it in the game? Yeah, 100%. But it doesn't affect the game. <laughs> and I think that's um, that's pretty much all our thoughts about it because I don't have anything else to say about it besides, you know, I don't really... It doesn't really affect me too much. Mm-hmm. So... I think... <laughs> If you have complaints about it, I know I know a lot of our friends actually do. Leave a comment. 
I really want to hear your reasoning on this. Let me ask for my friends who are complaining about it. Mm-hmm. Do you play the games? <laughs> and I, I don't mean this in a rude way, right? Mm-hmm. But if you play the game, then I feel like you have some reason to complain. Okay, okay. Let me even have a two-pronged question with this. Do you play the game? Yeah. And if so, does not having the national decks really affect the game for you? Yeah. Do you feel like if you don't have the national decks, it'll be a worse game? And, and I mean this in like a nice way, right? Like I, I'm not oh, saying in, this because... In a, in a sincere way. Yeah, because... I'm not I'm not saying that like anyone who thinks that it it you know like it does we, it's the wrong yeah, no that that's not wrong. that's not the case like cuz I I know for both of us we play the game and not have a national index in there does not affect the game for us at all mm-hmm. so if it does affect you tell us why yeah. can you like explain <laughs> your reasoning <laughs> it sounds like god it sounds like I'm being really passive aggressive but that's not like the case but I I I just want to know why it affects your game so much mm-hmm. or it affects the way that you play or even your reasoning for it. Yeah. Like, if you play the game and not having the national decks really hurts the overall experience, mm-hmm. can you please tell us why? Um, because in my personal experience, not having the national decks doesn't mean that the game is any less fun Mm. it's still a fun game and it's still like a good adventure what makes pokemon games good is the pokemon that you have with you Mm. so to me it kind of just sounds like you're having not having the national decks means that the pokemon that are in the game that are gonna be in the game aren't as good as the ones that were in the other games (laughs) like but that shouldn't be the case, you know? Every region brings something new. So having new Pokemon shouldn't mean that the don't mean that the old Pokemon aren't aren't good anymore. Or that the new Pokemon aren't as good as the old ones. It's just something different. It's something new and it's something to be experienced. Hmm. That being said, if you think that I'm wrong, or that Kevin's wrong, or we're both wrong, hmm. that we have just shitty opinions. <laughs> Like okay, you can just let us know. <laughs> yeah, like and, and to clarify, we're saying this purely from the game perspective. Yeah, from like the principle of the matter. Yeah, they should have all the all the Pokemon in there. Yeah, yeah, like the principle of the matter. Like yeah, they should. It's cattle catch them all, right? Yeah, and from a development matter, they should just delay the game. I don't give a shit. Yeah, right. So from that perspective, that I can totally understand. Yeah, but from a person who plays the game. Mm-hmm it really doesn't affect the game at all. Yeah. And if you start, because sometimes it's not even that you start off with the national decks. Sometimes you have to earn. You just beat the game, you have national yeah, decks. Yeah, if you beat the game, right? Yeah. You get the national decks. So even when you start the game, you don't have a national decks. Yeah. So are you, that to me, it's like, does that mean that it ruins the overall experience of the game for you? Because you started with, because you don't start with the national decks. No. So I think in uh, Emerald, you can't even transfer Pokemon over from the old game until you beat the game. Yeah. So. So was Emerald a bad game because you could only you, use Hoenn Pokemon? You could only use Hoenn Pokemon, and you couldn't access the national decks yet. 
Unova, you couldn't transfer any Pokemon until you unlocked the lab, which is way down the line. So. Yeah. I just want to know if those games were ruined for you because you couldn't have the Pokemon that you wanted at the start. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what it sounds like mm-hmm. to me is that... Um, you couldn't do your Scrafty only run or yeah. <laughs> your Mudkip like, only run. To me, it's just like, I don't think the National Dex really affects your first reaction to the game mm. because you couldn't even, or even your experience your experience well yeah it kind of just sounds like if you don't have the national decks at the start then it's not good <laughs> that's kind of what it sounds like to me because you get the national decks at the end what it leads what leads up to you getting the national decks shouldn't be affected with you getting the national decks or not mm. it should be what you experience from the from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. Yeah. And then the national dex is just like an add-on, like a like a, the the icing on on the cake, right? Mm. You get you can get all the pokemon now. Congratulations, you made the game. Mm. But does that mean that from the beginning of the game to the end of the game that wasn't good mm-hmm. anymore? Or it was only good up until the point it was bad up until the point you got your national decks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the game is good now. Yeah. Because that's what it sounds like to me. That <laughs> that you're only playing the game to get the national decks mm-hmm. and not to enjoy the Pokemon game. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I have very strong feelings, I guess, about people complaining about it. Um. And I, they have every right to complain about, mm. like... The, yeah, they have every right to complain. Yeah. You know, let's face the fact, Game Freak sucks. <laughs> they do. Yeah. The, Pokemon is the only thing good to give, uh, that you could bring out, and it kind of, like... I like Tarbo Knight, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, game, the Game Freak as a company sucks. But, like... So, you have lots of legitimate complaints about it. It's just yeah. that this particular one, I feel like, has the I've, least ground for it. Yeah. Personally, but if we're wrong, mm-hmm. if you think we're wrong, then I would love to hear an argument for it. And I'm not talking, we're not talking about like, just to clarify again, we're not talking about like the things that Game Freak could have done. Mm. Like, yes, they should have put in all of the Pokemon. Yeah. That's something that they should have done and could have done. Mm. But we're just talking about the quality of the game, the itself. quality of the game. And if having the national decks ruins the stuff yeah. that comes before it. Yeah, it honestly affects the game for you. Yeah. And for us personally, I don't think so. Hmm. At least for me personally, sorry. I don't know. But Kevin and I are are pretty much always on the same page. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I don't know. I'm not trying to backpedal or anything, but you know, I don't want people to be upset. Oh we'll see. Just because if I, you will watch this and they're upset, they can yeah. even comment and we'll we'll respond. Yeah. I feel like people are gonna be upset at me for what I said. I hope our sure. friends aren't upset at me. It's fine. Anyways, with that said, this has been episode 13 of Just a Couple Thoughts. Thank you for listening. The big really. one, three. <laughs> we Object. really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. If you have any comments, please comment below on our YouTube channel. If you are listening through a, or through a podcasting site, we have an email, just a couple Q&A at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Leave a comment, like the video, share us with all your friends, subscribe, Download the podcast, etc., etc., etc. We will we will try not to be late, but you know we're doing other stuff, so mm-hmm. if we're late, we're late. Um, but we will try to upload every week. 
going oh. to the gym, getting that summer bod. <laughs> we getting jacked. Sarah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> we our scheduled time is Sundays at five p.m. But delays are delays. Sorry, guys. Mm. Uh, but with that said, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.